We're back to Whiskey Hue, a podcast from three brown startup enthusiasts that pull back the curtain on business, culture, and side pieces. <laughs> Not that tight. We're talking merging media, e-games, cannabis, and so much more. Is it that tight? Without the bullshit, and most importantly, over whiskey. <laughs> America calls Clyde Black, Athul Brown, and Anthony somewhere in the confusing middle with three brothers. Some balls. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I don't want to interrupt Anthony as he interrupts me. Let me just wait till you're done. <laughs> we're three brothers, various shades of brown, bringing you the latest in tech, business, and startups mixed with a ton of sarcasm. Cue the music. We don't ever, 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 uh, ever, oh, ever, 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 ever. It's crunk, it's crunk Fridays in, in, in the guy's house. <laughs> we know what you're drinking. <laughs> I was I was playing this morning as I was doing some work. I put my crunk playlist on. I got little John, little oh, Scrappy. Man. Yeah, I, I'm playing all the Trillville yes. HBCU playlist. You're gonna have to explain this to Clyde because he was born in 2003. So um, as he likes to tell us, <laughs> no man, that's me. What? That's what? College, that's college. He's 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 like 9/11. I heard about it. <laughs> Read about it in the textbooks. <laughs> hilarious, hilarious. Oh, Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Whiskey yeah, Hue. Uh, we're excited for another episode. Um, you know, we're uh, going to be diving right in. But before we do so, what's up, fellas? What's going on? What's new? Work. Work. And a lot of... No, uh, my app. The app, man. Building this thing. Sucks. Okay, give us an update. Because uh, you promised last year what? you were going to give us pri- periodic updates so that we can hold you accountable. Ooh. Put you on the spot. Let's go. Um, I, I was, I'm about 40% complete. A little behind schedule after my injury I had at the end of in, in mm-hmm. the end of the year when I was like out for a week. Let me tell you something. Building the front end is one thing when it comes down to like the design, visual aspects, what 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 happens when you click here, you know, what you know, nuances, and you're always missing something, right? Um, unless you unless you do this for a living. But then before I got uh, like I said, forty about forty percent in, I decided to start working on the back end. Right. And, and making sure things work, the data's collecting correctly. And boy, oh my God. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't wait to the end. Cause I was, I was like, oh, what's going on here? So I was like picking the right platform. So I, I, I'm using Xano as a backend platform, um, to kind of really, cause it helps. It's, it's a little bit better when it comes down to just processes and understanding as opposed to some other ones. I know it was between Xano and backendless, um, platform. So they're also great for scaling. Right. So, you know, hey, this thing scales properly. You know, I don't want to get stuck with having to change everything in the back, uh, on the side. So nice. Yeah, man. This is that's where I'm at. Nice. It's every night. That's why I said that's I go great, to sleep around 12 or one o'clock every night, because after I'm done with the regular job, you know, I'm working on this thing and I got to eat. What I got to eat. Say good scary you, hours. Good huh? for you, man. Scary hour, man. Listen, I, that's why what I watch Drake, all the late. What did Drake, Drake say? It's scary hours. Scary hour. That's why I can watch all the late NBA games. Scary. Okay? <laughs> it's not a TV. I can, I can watch them full. <laughs> Warriors start at 11. Got this. <laughs> oh, man. Your boy came back. Anthony, Anthony, whatever. Anthony Davis. Yeah, Mr. Glass. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to send you. I have a, I have a I meme. Mean, I'm just waiting for you guys to talk some smack like you always do. Um, so I'm just waiting. I got one of him rolling himself in a wheelchair like Mr. Glass from Unbreakable. <laughs> come on, send it to you right he now. Fell down, so good. He fell down last night against the Sixers and he's hurt his wrist. I was Everyone, like, oh, come on. Everyone's like, oh, shit. <laughs> on the flip side, the Bulls are like, they've everyone's broken because you got some 
uh, Flagrant Fowl is flying around. Oh, that's uh, what's the name from Duke? <laughs> that Milwaki Bucks dude. Was, Can't stand that. Like, He's been doing that since he was in college, yeah, man. What's that Grayson dude. Grayson, Grayson Allen, whatever his name. Yeah, he was, he was, a, guy, he was a dirty player at Duke. He was yeah, a dirty player. Absolutely. I don't know why they let that happen. Got a one game suspension though, so you know, Ooh, that's, tap on the wrist. That's, that's, <laughs> tap on the wrist. That's, that's a, <laughs> I'm out six weeks. <laughs> Lonzo Ball out. Uh, Zach Levine finally came back. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Anyway. And then the All Star team, All Star <laughs> teams were announced. Um, one shocker for me was Andrew Wiggins. I don't know how, why, or whoever they paid off, but you know, he is a starter and I'm just in amazement over here, but that's for another, another day. Well, it's also, it's also voted on by the fans, right? So every time you go into Rita, every time you go into Rita, you, 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 like you can vote. So, you know, who's, who's, who's the audience, as I say. It's like it's like the baseball hall of fame. There's a bunch of writers saying, "Ah, I don't like the steroid era." Even though baseball was about to die without the steroid era, you're like, "Ah, whatever." <laughs> oh man, that's another touchy subject. Barry Bonds, probably the greatest, is it touchy though? The greatest baseball player of all times uh, didn't make it into the doesn't hall get of in fame. because yeah, because he was baseball going. writers are like, eh, we didn't like you the steroids. Well, that's well, that's that's the messed up thing because like remember when. Uh, uh, Maguire against Sammy Sosa were going for that home run hit. And then it came out. So uh, Maguire got it by like a couple of hits, right? Yeah. At the end of the season. And then like 15 years later, yeah, I was, I was roided up. I'm like, well, you should strip it and give it to Sosa then. Well, no, they were both. They were both. I mean, come on. Two years, Just two years prior, because it was a strike. Remember? It was, the baseball had a strike that uh, two years before. And then they came back and no one was watching. <laughs> And then all of a sudden, <laughs> Maguire, who was like 170 pounds, comes back two years later, 260 pounds. The same thing with Sammy Sosa. And you're like, man, yeah. wow, they can, Jack. they can all of a sudden, they can hit a lot of balls right now. <laughs> it's normal, man. Ears have muscles. That's cool. <laughs> like, Ears have muscles. No one, no one said anything. They just took it. Yeah. Baseball got popular again. And then they're just like, all right, whatever. But, yeah. you know, that's neither here nor there. So, yeah. So let's kick it off the whiskey who. Uh, well, we're going to be diving in deep. But before doing so, we want to talk about our whiskey of the day. It's going to be a good one. AG recommended it. Um, it's one that, you know, we're looking into. It's new for me. Bowmore. Uh, 12-year nice. aged, um, you know, let's single malt whiskey, uh, scotch. And uh, let's dive into it for this, for this episode. It's a Christmas gift, too. Oh, look at you. You get gifts? It's right in my lane. It's right in my lane. I love it. Uh, All right. Amazing. Amazing. So Christmas, Uncle Pete. Christmas gifts. <laughs> so for this episode, we want to dive into something that's uh, uh, near and dear. It's, it's, it's earnings. Uh, money. 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 Money, money, money. <laughs> money. So one of the things that, you know, we've been watching um, closely, you know, Atul has been telling us about this, you know, amazing stock. Um, no one knows about it. No one knows about it. I think he's like one of the founders or creators, but you know, no, Apple, Apple, Apple spurred the conversation. One of the things that, you know, stood out and I'll just drop this, drop this bomb, but you know, Apple revenues for this quarter was $123.9 billion. Boom. (laughs) Boom. Um, what you think? Guess what it was in 2011. Do we really want exact that same amount for the entire year? Now they're doing it in a quarter. Oof. Bam! <laughs> and that was after the after the stock split. Yeah, I mean they've they split since I've owned it. They've split I think three four times now. Three they times? just did it again two years ago. Yeah, during the it was twenty twenty. They split. We it. did. It was during our pause. No, this is last, last year. They split. They split. It was last year. They split last year because it was like three four hundred dollars a share, right? 
It was something like there because it skyrocketed like more, everybody else. More, more. Yeah. It was like five, six, six, seven. Then, it, then they did it in 2015, 16. Then they had done it like once prior to that too. So this is my third or fourth spot. I've been in since 2000. Tim Cook, Four. Tim Cook, man. Like people were concerned about him. Remember when he first came in? They were like, oh, he doesn't he's have a vision. He's an operator. He's operated. He operated, he's operated the heck out of Apple. He, he, he's helped out with logistics the, the, the logistics of the supply chain issues with the, with the microchips. And it's, he's all the, all the complaints they had. This mother, this man. He, yeah, he's killing, he's killing it. And one of the things that stood out to me uh, for this was services. A business that was probably not around, let's say, what, five, six years ago, accounted for $20 billion this quarter um, of services alone. Bam. I mean, that's bigger than some companies in general. So, you know, I think they've been just killing it quarter over quarter. Yeah. No, really no game changing products over the last couple of years. But the products that they nope. launched, Logistics. they just killed it. Logistics. It's like slow <clears throat> singles all day. Headphones. Yeah. <laughs> Single. Baseball, Baseball reference. It's, it's like it's like Drake. Baseball walls. No, it's like singles. Drakes. It's like a bunch of Drakes, right? And then Chris Brown's coming back. Uh-oh. Oh, R&B's making a comeback. Uh-oh. I'm just kidding. No, but that's supposed to be my shit you should know. I was going to go all in on Tim Cook. Uh, but oh, we just throw something. My bad. It happens. No, no, it's all good. I got more. Right, we, we we know, he's we, done some crazy we things. We know you do, Red. <laughs> <laughs> no, we should do Apple, Microsoft. We can do get into Microsoft all of Microsoft is a part of my shit you should know, too, because Microsoft, I think. Let me just ruin that for you. I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> let's, say, let's say to Apple, we can just bounce around to all, I guess, the tech, yeah. tech monsters. Uh, but Apple, yeah, to, to, to your points about hit the services side, the only service that it's it's that gra- it's a slow burn service out of all of Apple is Apple plus Apple TV, right? Like it's a slow burn. Um, you know, you know, that's, you know, our, oh, every time we have our streaming wars, part one, two, three, four, five, yeah. whatever that's, it's always for me, it's just always like, what are they really doing with Apple plus? Um, they put some great stuff. The stuff that they do come out with is solid. Great quality. Like I'm still trying to, I, I gotta, I gotta mentally prepare myself for Macbeth. Is that Macbeth that's on there now? Um, with Denzel Washington. Yeah. And I, it's one of those things. I was like, oh, if it's snowing tomorrow, I'll give myself some wine. Maybe I'll watch it, but then I probably won't know what the heck's going on. This is called the whiskey Don't forget What's that. <laughs> okay, why? me Shakespeare and liquor. Don't mix. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> no, so you know they have seven <laughs> subscription offerings, right? Yeah. They got and they have eight hundred million paying subscribers. So, and I've been I I go in all this company because it's um. It funds the lifestyle. I'm sorry, I'm kidding. No, you ain't No, and I haven't even cashed out. I've cashed out a few times, but not often. So like it's up 40 million, you know, or 5% since the last quarter, but it's music, TV, fitness. They're going to be getting into healthcare. They're getting into the metaverse. They had dropped some, uh, some like probably, um, VR, no, AR headsets. That's coming. And then they're, and then, Further down the road, they're going to bring back glasses, maybe like an Oculus or something. We don't know exactly what. They're just kind of mentioning things. They're mentioning things to keep people interested. So, hey, don't dump us from the, you know, if you're mutual funds, basically, that kind of stuff. But they're also killing it right now. Um, it, it And the whole thing, so iPad iPad sales dropped significantly, like 14 15%. But that's cool because iPhones, people jacked up. And that's there's a lot of money in the market, a lot of money in people's pockets last night. They were lying by the government, whatever. Uh, and they were spending less because they weren't traveling as much. So they went out and got the 13s, iPhone 13s on a crazy clip. So, which is cool to me because if more people upgraded the 13s, those are more expensive generally than iPads, right? So, hey, go get them. <laughs> and the margins are better too. So um, I'm cool with that. Yeah, that's what, what upside, I was going to say. Margin, the- margins improved what? too. So that's the one thing that's, that stands out. 
margins went. But the crazy part about their margins, their margins are are ridiculous as it is, right? In general, from all their products. Um, so, <laughs> what what seems to be from a product perspective, even you know, they come out with a new iPhone, and there's no. I think the world the the, the world of massive changes each iteration of iPhone is, is minimal nowadays. It's just a camera that's going to change the improvement of the camera because that's what the focus is, right? Like, you know, that's really the focus. Like we don't, how much more is it going to improve from a phone perspective uh, than, than the year before, but the camera can improve drastically. The mm-hmm. other side of it is it's, it's the, it's the iWatch is the game changer. If they're looking at it from a, if you, if you, you guys talked about it, we talked about it before from a healthcare perspective, their, the integration that they that they promote from an iWatch perspective, it's not all the nuances of great, you know, the iWatch and just you can tell time and take text messages. No, it's about how it connects you. You see the commercials now about 911 and the connection to local facilities like that yeah. and how to check if you're about to have a heart attack. <laughs> so um, yeah. I think there there's a there's several angles they can go with the iWatch and how how far it's going to go. I can't tell you how many friends I know who used to be watch people only wear the iWatch now. Um, Interesting, um, and that's and you know me. I'm the one person who's like, no, I like watches still. <laughs> like I like this Rolex. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I'm a big Apple guy. Aside from my computer, you guys make fun of me all the time. Besides the computer, and I went, I got an iWatch two, three years ago, and I don't even have a fancy regular watch. It's a Chicago Bears watch my wife gave to me, so it's sentimental, <laughs> and I like looking at it. So, and I I wear, and I tried the. I watched for a couple of, and I had to charge it every night with my iPhone. I'm like, I don't want to do two things now. I got, I already had the phone. I had to charge. I don't want to do the watch too. So that's why I returned it. And it wasn't that functional. The battery would drain after just a little yeah. bit. It's, it's a lot better now, but yeah, there's a lot of options there. It's down. You don't know the big reason they killed it because Mr. Tim Cook is a logistical stud. He's the, his thing is logistics supply chain. He's killed it there. And they had securitized chips. Chips were very hard to come mm-hmm. by for a lot of companies. What they had done is they were the largest consumer for a lot of these chip suppliers and other parts suppliers that they basically said, Hey, we want this much, give it to us. So they were able to pull that leverage and they paid a premium a little bit. They just kept a premium lock and they were able to get that. They still left six, $7 billion in iPhone sales on the table, I think, cause they couldn't get enough chips. Cause they had, you know, there were only some, but they still got them before their peers did, which is great. Tesla's another company that can do that, right? They build their chips internally. So they can, they didn't have that much of a chip issue, but now they're going to run into because the other parts that go into chips might slow them down. What are you now also saying that now Tesla, from a chip side? Not the, no, I was going to say, I was just going to say, now that you mentioned Tesla, let's talk about Tesla. You know, <laughs> nice transition. They, yeah, they transition. <laughs> they, they, he's like, <laughs> you pull that brake on the car going 80 miles an hour. Home. There you go. Let's go quick. Grab it, fire. Grab it, fire. So, Tesla, you know, they, they on the opposite side of um, Apple, they kind of disappointed. You know, they, they didn't do as well. I think their the stock went down roughly around 10% after they announced their earnings. Um, you know, had some sell offs and, um, I think the total number of sales for the fourth quarter was 17 billion. Um, you know, and Wall Street is looking at it a little funny. So what do you guys think about Tesla for this last part earning? I think it's common. I think it's cool. I, you have to look at also, they have supercharger stations, you know, up 30, 40% year over year. They're going to make a ton of money there, right? So the car is the car. They're going to have to, you know, people, they're going to, what they're going to have to do is to broaden their inventory portfolio is they maybe make a 25, $30,000 car. They already have a 35, $40,000 car. 
but they got to make a cheaper model just to get it out into more people's hands, less margins. But, you know, you get it on the roads because what you really want them to do is charging at your supercharger stations, which you're going to be supplying to everyone. So that's cool. Um, but yeah, I thought Apple was going to take a dip after earnings. It always does. I've been trying. I got an Excel spreadsheet. I'm a nerd like that. <laughs> I got a spreadsheet going back 15, 16 years. And I know what happens every time certain things happen. I got charts. Um, I'll share them if you want. But uh, I thought they would dip, but they regained 5%. Uh, they've been they're down 10 percent since the beginning of the year they regained five you like how it just swerved us back in apple kidding let's go back to tesla so that's cool Tesla, you know ford's coming a lot of people are coming for what tesla's doing yeah right mm-hmm. um but tesla's got brand branding like to galore and they make money on spacex too because that's still part of the the portfolio too so it's gonna be an interesting company i still think the brand recognition around it people are still gonna pile it up it may it's everything was bloated last year right everything was bloated so they're looking at a reason to bring it down because it was crazy high. What was that? Twelve hundred. I know because I, I have some. But it's like there's no reason to be at thirteen, twelve hundred, right? <laughs> I mean, um, but here we are. What do you think? I, well, for from a Tesla perspective, the competition is going to get really, you know, it's going to get real, right? Like it's you know every Tesla is his thing, but it's not. I don't know if it's the thing that he's going to be focused on forever, right? From Elon Musk's side of it. They're going to keep on, they're going to keep on iterating, keep on focusing, but they have a brand recognition. But, you know, when BMW has their electric car, Mercedes Benz has their electric car and Ford, now you're, now you, now you're splitting that pie. You no longer control the large, large share. Um, And if every, and then you get, like you said, Ford, if now they're making cars even more affordable from that perspective, you're now going to, you're going to struggle. You know, I, I, I think, I think he, I think his, his, He's going to start focusing efforts on other uh, his other ventures, or that's where he's going to. SpaceX, SpaceX is SpaceX yeah. is is the game. Like the way he's made uh, 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 travel and, and development and and, and reusable uh, technology that he's had on the SpaceX side, comparison to what NASA was doing uh, in general. You know, just from just from a cost perspective, right? He he's killing it, and he he's put some, yeah. he put a little bit more in R and D just to. But it play it pays itself out. It, it, it saves he saves money in the long run in comparison to what NASA was doing. So, and he's iterated a lot more technology into the game. So, you know, Tesla's going to it's going to constantly get heat over the next couple of years. You know, how many how many yeah. more? You know, he's going to have to change designs, and that's a whole different beast. Um, not saying he yeah. can't do it because I don't want to be quoted and say, Anthony, you said on January twenty eighth, two thousand twenty two, that yeah, yeah. No, I say he can. But the pressure, the pressure, the portfolio, the pressure is going to get real on them. Uh, kind of like how Microsoft, Apple, more, more so Microsoft now, they have a slew of products. Tesla's got that in the battery, the solar panels. I think that's where they're going to make some crazy yeah. loop. Uh, and that's going to be the next movement. What they used to do is, hey, let's put the expensive models off first, subsidize all the cheaper models coming out next, right? What's that going to be now? Because uh, solar panels, that solar is a hard space to play in. It's because it, it, the technology is so good. Once you put out a mo- something that's the latest technology, six, eight, nine months later, it's almost obsolete. Not obsolete, but there's better tech because it's so good. People can innovate so quickly on solar. So I'm, that's why he hasn't really killed it in that space, even though that's under his umbrella too. I'm curious. I think batteries are going to be a huge play. If he can get a global play on that, uh, at least domestic, and be that guy uh, under his company, that could well, be Well, the battery, the battery issue is the biggest issue with, uh, what's it, the lithium? itself is a major issue in this country for companies yeah. in this country right now, right? Because where it's being mined is mostly mostly is in, in eastern portions of Africa. And it's not the fact of getting the actual material, the, the raw material, it's actually how it's milled and processed. 
and the U.S. doesn't do a lot of it. A lot of that comes out of yeah. um, uh, out of most of the factories who can do is out of I think out of China, and that becomes a, a larger issue of supply from the supply issues that we've had. Uh, but hey, who knows? You know, I, I I doubt I do not doubt much on Elon Musk and what he can do. Yeah. Um, He's our superstar. Like in our biz, he's like the superstar. There's Jeff Bezos and him. Still, like Silicon VC guys always err towards Elon just because of who he is. He's bold. And Jeff Bezos is a stud too in his own right, though, from a pure business standpoint. But it's great. Let's get, let's get into Microsoft. Yeah. Okay, I was go going, I was going to die. I was going to die. Killed it. Next. So I think they've done what Netflix should have done. <laughs> um, they should have, you know, they're doing what Netflix should have done. They bought Activision. Uh, they could Netflix couldn't have bought, paid that loot. They couldn't have paid seventy billion for it, probably. But they're crushing it, man, at every level, and um, and it's impressive, right? So they got into cloud. And he, he's a low profile hoe with an afro. I'm kidding. I should, I'm gonna cut that. Out. <laughs> <laughs> I went BBD on you. <laughs> Whoa! Just it came out. Um, he's an assassin in tech. Man, he's just low profile. And you know, we talked about this. I think session one, session our our, our first or second recording session when we were in the, in the studio together in New York. Uh, we we said this. You know, they took their lumps on again from the government. Early in their, like the late nineties, Bill Gates, he's probably succumbed too quickly, but guess what? They've been able to fly under the radar. Facebook's Google taking all the heat now. Uh, and he's still not doing it. Activision might bring him back into the foray. They're like, Oh, hey, hey, we don't like you being too successful. <laughs> you know, it's kind of what our government does, but go ahead. You're about to say, well, no, I, well, that's all that's, that goes back to our conversations that we had months ago about regulations and, and, and that's what we, what we were, I text you guys about what, what Lena Khan and her interview about what they're doing on the, from the government side. She's a monster. And brown girls. Coming from my money. Well, <laughs> I don't it's, like it. it's it's all it's interesting to that's a whole nother discussion. I don't want to get sidetracked about that, but I, I think Microsoft, <laughs> like I said, Microsoft is Microsoft doesn't. I feel like Microsoft, when it comes down to the sexiness of tech companies, doesn't get the it's just due because uh, it's not a sexy company. There's nothing sexy about yeah. Office. It's becoming it's, one. Though. It's, it's, it's like, nothing. Azure sounds kind of okay. cool. Right. <laughs> from, a, from, from a brand side. But, and that's, and that's the business that's constantly growing. Right. That's the part that none of them really. There's two. There's that too. No, there's that too. But there's like also p- kids, young kids prefer Chrome and Microsoft products because of the gaming and the products more than they prefer Apple products now. That's what we're seeing. So I'm trying to play both. I'm my, my un, unofficial hedge is Microsoft and Apple, <laughs> which makes no sense, but you know, that's my hedge. But the younger generation, elementary through college, they're done with Apple in a sense because Apple kind of gave that market up. They want premium only, right? They're not funny. So Chromebooks are in the schools, Microsoft and their suites are in the schools. So, and, and they're coming at, you know, my, my Minecraft, Fortnite, right? All that stuff's owned by Microsoft's. The kids want it. And the surface products are hot. Yeah. NFL has it, man. If NFL's got it, it's a hot product. Except, except Tom Brady. Cut you off. Go except ahead. Tom Brady when he throws the surface uh, <laughs> on the sideline. So uh, <laughs> I was just, I was just like, he he throws it after a win. Aaron Rodgers throws it after a win. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There we go. But one of the things about he wins a lot too. One of the things about Microsoft that that uh, I think you started to dive into with the cloud service. You know, they had a great quarter, but you know, forty forty six percent growth rate. But, you know, one of the things that got dinged on was that um, they didn't grow um, as great as they thought they were going to grow. Uh, they were down a couple points there. Yeah. But, you know, the cloud business is something that's going to continue to grow and, and do great things. Um, yeah. You know, they did a $50 billion quarter, though, which is still amazing, in my opinion. 
and on track to do two, over two hundred <laughs> like, bill for the like year. You did fifty billion. You, you said you were going to do fifty two. <laughs> right. <laughs> no. Definitely, definitely. No, you're, you're totally, you're totally right. Go ahead. Definitely is the case. But then, as we think about you know different companies, I'll bring in one of my uh, favorites, as you like to say, Athul. H O O D. Robin Hood. Uh, talk about getting crushed. Uh, Robin Hood, since IPO, I think is down roughly around 70, 80 percent. Uh, they did have a quarter. They missed on earnings per share. They had revenue of around 350, 360 million. Uh, but, you know, it's a longer term story. I think they're trying to make adjustments to really lean into the crypto world where they had revenue that was up 300 uh, percent on the crypto side. But they're trying to diversify, get into crypto wallets, do a lot of different things, get into retirement and broaden their base. First they have a you know, bonds. Right. They have a, a huge base of of uh, uh of active users. Um there's some churn and and other areas there. Acquisition, yeah. target. Yep. So at, I think they're right now, they're roughly around ten dollars a share off their highs of around sixty or seventy dollars. So yes, definitely an acquisition target. Oops. And that's, you know, and then I know some people that wanted to buy one share for 70, but, you know, most Robin Hood would be like, I'm going to buy a $10 portion of that $70 share. Now it's worth the whole share. I'm playing. I'm playing. But let, let me, I want to, I want to mess with Hood, Hood, like Robin Hood for a minute, but let's go back to Microsoft real quick, right? They have three business lines, right? Product, productivity business, 16 bill. They're all around the same. Cloud was 18 bill, personal computing, 17 bill, which is less sexy, but it surfaces in there. I think they should play up like social media for them is their LinkedIn play, which is 37% of their business line, right? Um, which solves real problems for business people, mm-hmm. hiring, lead, you know, you get leads, talent. I think you can start sourcing deals from our space. I think they should go deep into that. Beef up the education. Like all these other guys are, you know, do a Microsoft LinkedIn university and a full scale certificate, you know, put certificates around it that are legit. Uh, you know, and I think there's some opportunity there, some deeper coding classes. I think that should be something that it should be a destination versus, Oh, that's also something I can do on LinkedIn. I think they should go in deep on that. Um, and, and, and look, I'm going to say one thing. So I grew up as an LL Cool J fan, right? And, <laughs> and I was looking at a YouTube video of Satya Nadella. So I, 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 you know, when I see Satya Nadella, he's in, he's in, he's wearing two hoods, two hoodies, right? He's got a hoodie and then a hoodie on top of that. I'm like, he's, he's that rich, right? I'm like, but I'm, I met, I met, LL Cousy once. He's our height, like six one, six two ish, but but a hundred pounds of muscle more than anyone than me at least. So this guy, he, and he's a good dude. He's a cool guy. I met him at Sirius XM once, but he's got that big head, right? <laughs> Look at his lips a lot. But uh, you see, Satya Nadella. I thought like he's like his. He's probably LL Cousy's long lost Indian uncle that doesn't eat as much. <laughs> <laughs> didn't work out as much because they kind of look alike, man. I'm gonna leave it right there. All right, let's go. <laughs> and this, and this, random, and this random this thought was brought to you by a fool. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. You <laughs> couldn't say it better than myself. Okay. So one of the things that <laughs> he's a rich version of, but with famine. <laughs> I'm just let's go to Robin Hood, man. Um, Robin Hood and Coinbase Cash App. This is Gen Z's fintech plays. These are part of the three, right? I still see a, and like you said, they are a lower premium than a Peloton. We've talked about Peloton has a premium base, customer base. So acquisition target for that more than the product. And then you can spin it into a value add into some other product uh, that they have, like under an Apple. Apple probably won't do it, but like a Nike or somebody, or maybe even Google might come in. But like Robinhood, they have a customer base, but it's like, um, uh, it's poor. I'm kidding. I sneezed. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, like most accounts are like $800, $1,000. I don't know. Sure. Uh, I think they're around that, right? Which is cool. They get you into mar- into that space, but that's a huge, it's a very broad demographic. I have a Robinhood account. 
I wanted to learn what it's about. I don't really do much in it. Um, I have a little bit in there, but one thing I love about them is they made my E-Trade and, you know, uh, TD Ameritrade trades free and Fidelity trades free because Robinhood started that model, right? And they have a huge base. So that's a good, I think, why shouldn't Goldman Sachs, who had a gangbuster quarter, acquire something like that and get that user base and bring them in the fold? Because everyone wants that young demo. Well, it's all about, at that point, you know, and I know Clyde can speak to this part too, more than I can, I mean, um, it's about whether it fits their overall strategy, right? You know, if you if you just brought up that their their account Marcus. side size is a, a, from a you know how much they play with on a on a monthly basis is low comparison to what the overall strategy of the company, it could be a good play if they want to go that route. Like they got Marcus, I get it, but how I don't know how focused they are with using Marcus to to generate long-term play within their company. I, I don't know, but someone's going to acquire Robinhood because I don't see how they can stay. It was hot. It was hot last year. I told you, we talked about this. It was hot when yeah. it, when the government was giving out that money and you're like, cool, I'm going to play the options. And I used to tell, I told you, I was like, I'm telling my friends, like, y'all keep on playing these options. Y'all going to find yourself living on the street. Okay. <laughs> so, game, man. Tricky game. Um, but that was their space. That was what they made. That's what they, you know, they made, they, they did great in, um, playing through that, uh, a different demographic, a younger demographic to play into the stock market. And now I think it's leveling off to see who can really continuously invest and play that space a little bit more on a long-term basis. And then it becomes, if you are in that space and you start doing well, do you stay with Robin Hood or do you transfer to more established players? Um, and, and, he, and even those Robin Hood, the, that customer base, they'll probably, as they get older, they'll have more money in there. You just got to keep them, retain them in that model, yep. or you fold them up into some model that can give them yep. more options. Like I think, I mean, Robin Hood's already like, Clyde already hit it. They're trying to offer all these different things, which they need to, beyond the education, the, hey, the savings, checkings, right? And then you get to re- hold money, and then you get to pour it out as lending, and then make some money on that. But then it comes regulation with it. But Goldman, uh, I think they're a perfect that's a perfect target for them. They should go after them. And because you bring that in, Marcus, because they're not even doing much besides savings in that. They haven't done as much with it as they thought they were going to do. And, but it's a hot product from what I hear. Checking yeah. and all that stuff, they can get in there and then bring them into their, as they age, 30, 35, get them into mm-hmm. other models. You hit, the, you hit the nail on the head because, you know, at a market cap of around $10 billion for Robin Hood, someone like Goldman or one of the JP Morgan, one of the banks can introduce themselves to a whole new um, audience. And it could essentially be marketing costs. Spread out over 10 years, you get all access to all these new potential customers, introduce new products yep. or existing products that you've done over the time. And, and we all know that, you know, the prime consumer for any brand is that 18 to 34 window. Um, because at that point, anytime after 34, your mind is made up. You know, if you're going, if you've been eating Frosted Flakes your whole life, you're not going to get to 35 and be like, I want to try something different. Um, oh, honey, so, that Cheerio, son. No. <laughs> yeah, so, so that's from, that's from whatever, whatever the case may be. So you know, it, it goes the same way with the brand and, and marketing opportunities. Like, <laughs> Just so yeah, so so I think I think Robinhood is definitely in play. One thing I did want to bring up, uh, just at a high level, bank stocks. Those were getting crushed all of all of 2020, 2021, most of the year, probably all of the year, and and now it's starting to take a turn. I mean, you saw some good quarters from. The, the bank stops, Wells Fargo, Bank of America starting to produce. And then with the interest rates uh, about to go up, you know, the bank's going to kill it. So, you know, you talk about yeah. going back to safety, going back to tried and true traditional activities. Think about the bank stocks. Again, we're not an investor. Uh, investment professionals 
Uh, sure as hell not. Uh, but you know, <laughs> but you know, bank stocks are are one of the ones that's been killing it for this last quarter, and they're going to continue to with the interest rates going up. So. Look at all of them, man. Like Morgan Stanley's a leader in equity tradings, right? One of the largest wealth managers, if not one of them, the largest, you know, it's Goldman Sachs. They're having to pay record, even to junior and senior mm-hmm. bankers coming straight out of undergrad. They're having to pay more, like 110, 120 base. Private equity crypto funds are getting 20, 10, 20 K more. And then the bonuses on top of that, depending on how they perform, right? Because they have to retain talent because they're, they're losing them to like crypto and all these things now. It's because there's so much money there. They can do that, right? They had a banger quarter, like all of these, all of these banks did. Look at SoFi, right? It's the new generation banking. They just got a bank that tower. went after a huge college loans. Yep, and they're going after it. Savings, checkings, right? Um, maybe they acquire a Hood, Robin yep. Hood. So they're going to behave like a true bank, new regulatory, but allows them to lend out, get large clips on that. It's going to be interesting that whole banking sector, and the, you know, they, they kind of win on any side of it. If there's low interest rates, people are taking loans. If there's higher interest rates, they're going to shell out first. They're going to make more money on those loans. It's volume versus quantity and quality, whatever it is. They're they're always in a position to win. In my yeah, opinion. but they they fall out of favor because they're boring. Yeah, sometimes. and that, and that kind of goes into another thing where we talk about the banks and adjusting for the new consumer. Um, recently, UBS. Uh, they purchased a company called Wealthfront. Uh, Wealthfront is a uh, robo-advisor um, company, and they bought it specifically for $1.4 billion to get to a younger generation of people who are looking to you know, have advisors um, but don't want to go through the old traditional having a real person. So the robo-advisors kind of streamlines the process. So all these companies are trying to make those adjustments, and we're seeing it a lot where we're trying to get the younger consumer to do more things with tech enabled products. So that's, that's going to be critical and key. You mind if I throw yeah, another one ahead. in there? That's just going to come out of left field and it's, it's banking, but it's Walmart. Mm. Walmart. I, I've been talking about Walmart for five years. A lot of people laugh at me. I put them up there with target. I, I thought they're the Walmart's the only one that could compete with Amazon. I think target's going to kill it for the next five years. Since five years ago and they've done it because they went after the tech play. And then the pandemic really helped them because they were our nightclub when everything else <laughs> shut down on Target, right? Um, but Walmart, look at Walmart, what Walmart's doing. They just made some other acquisitions. They have this fintech app. Um, what's it called? They're trying to create a fintech super app. They made out like, I think, one or two small acquisitions. They want a solution for their employees. They have about like one and a half, two million employees. I think 1.6, 1.7, something like that. Employees, right? At all their locations. And they have a hundred million weekly shoppers in each of their stores. Uh, in, in the aggregate of stores, right? What they want to do through their fintech solution, the super app, is provide access to paychecks early, checking, savings, debit cards, the entire mm-hmm. suite, which has some of their already established partners, JP Morgan, all these folks, pretty nervous because Walmart gets them in, boom, they're not going to go to JP Morgan anywhere, right? They have the economies of scale to provide like efficient solutions and drive that loyalty to their brands. I think I've been on Walmart for a while. They're stuck. We always talk about companies. The company's doing a phenomenal thing. The stock just sits. It was sitting at 100, got up to 130, got up to 150, it's sitting at 140, and it does that for just years. I've been quietly accumulating a lot of it, but it doesn't do shit for you. At some point, it's going to pop. It's got to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. It's got to do something for me, homie. I can't do this. I can't do this too long. <laughs> you sloth. <laughs> yeah, the name of that fintech product, the fintech product is uh, called One. Where they combine two different uh, one, yeah, thank you. Combine yeah. two different fintech products, and then it's kind of like what Alibaba was trying to do under their other Amazon marketplace, right? So I'm sorry, their Alibaba marketplace. Sorry. Yeah, and, and to kind of make it real, they brought in the former head of uh, Goldman Sachs Consumer Banking Unit from yep. Marcus, which you just mentioned, to lead it up. So they're putting yep. some real people and real dollars behind it. Um, so you know, with 
with the 1.6 million employees that they have, you have an immediate market to to go towards and then expand to the customer base as well. So, And that, that client is underbanked in many cases, right? You have yep. really wealthy people who are going to be underbanked because of other solutions. Then you have other people on the other spectrum who are underbanked because, hey, let's find a way to bank and bank them and get, give them solutions that make sense for them. So I think it's a tremendous opportunity. I've been waiting for it. And they, have, they should also acquire Roku, but that's another conversation. <laughs> get in it. Cause they already have some streaming under there, right? They should. Um, Roku is a hot product. They have a yeah, lot of assets. The streaming service. I'm blanking on it right now. Uh, you were talking about Hulu no, at one well, point. No, no, I was trying well, to get on them. Well, I'm talking about Walmart's thing. Uh, I forgot the streaming service. Oh, it's okay. like a pay-per-view. Kind yeah, of thing. I don't know it's what it is. Service. Yeah. So Dude, they're killing it, man. They're not sexy yet. I don't think they're ever going to be sexy. Get there. But they're going to be. Well, it's, 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 we can call it like it is. It's not, I don't know if it's ever going to be sexy, but you don't need a bank. You, that's what we said about Microsoft. Then you like LL Cool J's no, Indian let's, version. Well, head. well, we said this earlier. Microsoft <laughs> isn't sexy. Okay. <laughs> it's it's a great look, man. It's a great surface? company. It's a great company. I'm just saying. From, from our, Those Microsoft service products are hot. Very few product. Uh, com- yeah, there's a couple of product companies that are sexy, but not all of them. Yeah. Fair. So, Fair. so as we get ready with this episode, I want uh, Atul. I know you probably have a long list, so do a rapid fire for us. <laughs> what are we doing? Oh, right. hey man, that's why SK. but okay. That's why. Okay, shit, you know. No, no, I was saying do a. I was saying do a rapid fire of some of the earnings that we may not have touched on, just real quick. I'm going to say one thing. So you should, hey, don't get nervous around all the market volatility. Expect that, right? Crypto is supposed to be independent of the markets. It, you know, it's supposed to be your hedge against the markets. But guess what? It's following the markets because it's the same players. Institutional money has come into crypto. So don't get slighted by like, what the hell is this? How come Bitcoin's performing like Apple is they're all dipping? So just look at it. And the Fed, just so you know, for your long-term trading strategy, you're not a hedge fund. Personally, if you're trading at your home, you don't have to worry about short-term outlooks. You shouldn't be. Look for longer-term outlooks. You don't have to return. Re- you don't have to get returns for anyone long-term. The Fed has already stated that they're cool with the markets going down another 15, 20 percent. Mm. With a rate hikes, it's going to happen. Cool. It's on sale, baby. In the clearance bin, baby. Get on some of that, <laughs> right? So I'm thinking cloud, AWS had 49, 50 percent share before. It's down to 30 percent because Azure... Sexy ass Microsoft company coming in, got 21%. Google's got eight. The rest of the market's 40%, which is all the other players. Look at those. Apple, I love it. They're the first time in five, six years that they're the number, top four best selling phones in China, uh, are iPhones, right? Look at these kind of companies. VC versus, I'm giving you a broad perspective and I know I should be going deeper, but like, look, I'm in the VC space. Average groups get, you know, aggregate. Most kill it. Some don't. So aggregate, you get 15, 27% return in that. So let's say, let's call it 25%. If you were just, and that's risky ass money. We've done better than that, which is great. But if you put your personal money in the last 10 years, you would put it in Apple, Amazon, Microsoft. Last 10 years, you'd have gotten a thousand, over a thousand to 1100, 1500% return with no risk. Right. And up until five years ago, you were paying eight ninety nine a trade. Now, because of Robinhood, thank you very much. And, it, and everyone else follows suit, E-Trade Fidelity, you're paying nothing. So just think about that. 10 years from now, what's going to be around? Is Ibushibu coin going to be around? Whatever that's called, Doji, Doji coin, whatever it's called? Probably not. But Microsoft and Apple probably will be. Um, so look at it along those lines. That's, I'll pull out, man. I'll pull out because, um, and then I'll jump back in. Right. Let you guys take, have a roll. Uh, I, don't, he, he, I was going to make a Tristan Thomas joke. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. I pulled, I pulled. Stop right there, guys. <laughs> Stop <laughs> right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so no, I think that's, I think it's a lot there. Um, but I do want to dive into shit you should know. 
Let's do it. AG, what you got? Uh, um, what I got. Um, so, so uh, Thule's favorite company, his new favorite company, Microsoft. I like what they're doing from the Azure side. Um, but, <laughs> but one of the things that that partnership that they have with FedEx, right, that they're doing where they're creating a new process of logistics as a service. What's that product called? Uh, what is it called? Um, Surround. We're enhancing less. <laughs> we're, we're enhancing the visibility of the supply chain. LAS. Yeah. So I think I think what what they're doing from Microsoft side of it and the Azure side, you know, outside of the play with gaming, right? Because you're the the all the acquisitions that you do from a Microsoft perspective or any or any of these companies who have a cloud company internal already there. It's all putting onto their cloud that's growing their cloud, growing that market. Like you mentioned about gaming, et cetera. So you're building out that cloud platform, but now they're looking at the logistics side. So you, if you're, if you're comparing them to Amazon, who's trying to control their logistics supply chain by themselves anyway, you now their competitor, Microsoft with Azure is working with FedEx to improve the logistics and potentially, you know, we'll, we'll sell that product to other corporations to use to have a better visualization of their logistics and their supply chain, right? So I think this kind of, that kind of move, what Microsoft is doing, although when you say supply chain logistics and logistics as a service, depending on who you talk to, not sexy, but it's going to make a lot of money, right? So, so, um, I think that play, you know, we have to look at those, those plays, these kind of plays that are going to really bring some money in for corporations and businesses like, you know, Microsoft. I would love to see Amazon's, um, uh, uh, counter, but that's one of the shit you should know. Shit you should know thing on Microsoft. No, no, right? Go ahead, that's a good one. So that's right, a great one. Like that's that? good, yeah. man. That's what happens when you do homework? Yeah. <laughs> so for me, I'm gonna do uh, Isusu. So this is a what the it's hell? A, it's a it's a tech enabled platform. It's a tech enabled <laughs> platform founded by a black and brown founder. Who focuses on uh, helping those underbanked, underserved build credit by re- essentially reporting their rent to help them build credit? They just received a Series B round of funding, which takes them um, from you know drum roll. Athua will love this uh, from the SoftBank Vision <laughs> from, the, from the SoftBank Vision Fund uh, of a roughly around what, what did they what did they bring in? I think they had wherever they started. They had a billion now, though. Yes. Let's go. They brought in a that's, series. That's the end number. A we need. Series B, Series B funding, 130 million. So they have a valuation of over a billion dollars now. Um, you know, by the SoftBank Vision Fund. But I just want to shout that out, Susu, uh, Black and Brown Founders. Probably a year ago, they had 12 employees. Um, revenues dramatically under that. But the whole goal is to help those underbanked, underserved build credit by reporting their rent to help them build credit, which is an idea that's amazing. That's amazing, man. I'm gonna say, like, you know, just further on, like Microsoft just winning. Even Bing, which sucks. <laughs> I go on, I go on Google. I search on Google, but even Bing is getting there, and advertising is killing it in money wise, right? Bringing in revenue. So, like, if you literally search, it's February. You search Martin Luther King, Mahatma Gandhi. The, the shitty ass returns are going to give you like a MAGA meetup, right? You're like, damn, this is the wrong kind of people at this group, right? But that's <laughs> their, their their search is so horrible. But you know, even that's killing it though. They're making money there. Just because in the interest of time, I'm just going to give you a very quick, I'll do my Apple thing some other day because, you know, I can do that for days. Um, I'm just going to say Cobra Kai. I got into it. My wife and I got back into it, man. This is nostalgic for me because I watched it growing up. I, I busted my ankle, had surgery when I was a kid. So I was laid up in the summer watching 
that dude. And you know, you guys talk about, hey, not enough people rolls for us. There was one brown dude, and he wasn't even my kind of brown. There's right? <laughs> one brown dude on the, and it was him, and it was like he, and and we watched him. I mean, I know he's kind of MAGA now, Ralph Is Macchio. He? He, he's a Trump dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was. He and that other, that pretty guy, Antonio Sabato Jr. I'm like, what are they doing up there? Hey. <laughs> you know, that's the thing. But like, the show is kind of dope. And it just nostalgia to everything else. And you want to root for like some of the guys who weren't the best guys in the last time. I, I watched the it? first three episodes of the first season. And then I just, you know, it, it's, <laughs> it, you know, I know everybody's like raving about it. And I'm just like, all right, man. I like, love it, man. You know, you're, you're, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about you because I've been more insular since the pandemic, like not going out as much. And, and although people yeah. are out there running the streets, I haven't gone as, haven't been out there in the streets. So me and my streaming life. It's on point right now. Okay. I got between, <laughs> between Netflix, Hulu, Prime, Apple TV, Disney Plus. I got a show that I'm watching on every one. People are like, Hey, did you watch? Have you watched oh, Ozark? Really? Yeah. I was like, No, man, I got to get to it. Okay. I was like, I was like, Plus it's dark. I got to be in a mood for dark drama. Uh, I, 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 I got to get man. to the last part. I'm going to get to it. I'm, 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 I'm I haven't watched it. Yet. Seen it. I third season's it yet. out, right? I started okay. something on, on, and we're off. This is what happens when Clyde. Let's us roll. Um, I started watching Expanse on Amazon Prime, which is yeah, it's Expanse. like a sci-fi drama, which is good because uh-huh. it's six seasons. So I'm trying to watch stuff that has multiple seasons, so I don't get to gotcha. you know finish the first season. I'm like, ah, damn it! <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, Ralph Macchio. Uh, all right, man. Yeah, I'll I'll get to it. It's going to be. I need another Blizzard. I, mean, I need another Blizzard. That makes you stay inside to watch. <laughs> you're getting it today, man. You're getting it tonight. <laughs> we're we're uh, we were supposed to go skiing, but we're not. Uh, Clyde can make fun of us, but uh, you know he's not here. I wanted to go skiing. <laughs> I wanted to go skiing in two weeks. It's all booked up. But it's my, all booked yeah, up. Well, I, my back, man. I can't. I, I can't. I, I, you still I, you still I, jack I, a little bit. I found out uh, it's a herniated disc. So they said, uh, is it the L one? Is one? He he. The guy was telling me, he's like, you're you're fine. He's like, your fact, you proved this fa- this much. You're fine. Dude, we we are off track doing our shit. You should know, and we're st- whatever, man. You know what you should do though. Let's get this to the audience, <laughs> man. So I I I'm from basketball and soccer. I played a lot, right, growing up. Like, and then um, I used to just not. I, I would do bad mechanics on my body, and then I, you know, you get beat up. You do you you run around like you're never gonna break. Well, now I don't do that in my forties. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But back then, so I, I I banged it up. I banged it up, and then I I um I think it's your lower L one or LF two something like whatever it's called. I herniated that disc about ten years ago. And then I, it knocked me out. And then I went to a trainer, fixed me up. So you can mitigate all the problems. Yeah. It might flare up once in a while, but you can well, mitigate that's what I'm doing. It. So I've been, I start physical therapy on Wednesday to kind of like get that situated and get back to, I was like, I told him, I went to see an orthopedist spine doctor. He was like, oh, you'll be fine. I was like, he's like, there's no surgery yeah. needed. This is something that there's no surgery needed unless it gets worse, blah, blah, blah. He's like, we don't want to do that. And he's like, yeah, you just got to go physical therapy. It corrects itself over time. Yeah. But, you know, I was like, can I go back to CrossFit? He was like, you can do whatever you want to do. I'm not sure. I, but I was oh, like, I was like thinking about it. I was like, this didn't start until I started CrossFit. So I might be out for the count for it. This might be a whole different world for me. Yeah. But I want to go ski. I want to go oh, snowboarding. Okay. Like you got to go up to, you should go oh, up to, yeah. you guys can. I'll, I'll shoot you the name of the resort up in Vermont. Great. Okay. You, know, you don't, don't stay at the resort in Vermont. Like you can stay there, but there's, you know, okay. there's tons of hotels in the city and they got like a great restaurant okay. scene. I got to try to, you know, okay. you can take the family up there and it was fun. Like Vermont's got yeah, some money yeah, too, man. Some money yes, floating out of Vermont. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. <laughs> it's not all in Colorado. So, <laughs> I, I'm not a doctor and I never played one on TV, <laughs> but I'm going to get back to your back thing, right? They told me you need surgery back oh, in the really? day. 
And I said, I don't want to do that because I know someone that went through surgery on the back, kind of jacked them up for a little bit. They always had pain. They were fine. They were walking great, but they'd always had pain. I'm like, I don't want to do that. So I went to this trainer. He's like, I got you, man. I, I told him exactly what I had. He goes, I, we, he, was a, he used to train boxers and then other athletes. He goes, all right, I got you. I went with him for two years, fixed me up, and I do all of it, HIIT training. HIIT training, I think, is some of the best because you use all yeah. your ligaments and all the other tendons around it. That help. You just got to beef up. My core was weak. My legs, hammies, whatever, glutes. I need that's to strengthen the good everything. Part of so that's the good better. part of yeah. hit. That's that's it. That's it. Now, my butt, it's, it's great. And it only flares up when I do knucklehead stuff and I sit wrong yeah. or something. It's, sit the, on a sitting, chair it's something. the sitting wrong for me every yeah. time. Yeah. My back starts telling me like, dude, if you don't sit, sit your ass properly. And then I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. I like this. This is comfortable. <laughs> the next day, I'm like, what the? He's like, you herniated this. Like, hey, man. <laughs> I'm trying to throw up a middle finger at you right now. Can you straighten up? <laughs> but yeah, no, but yeah, do man, that. No. That's great. I got to get on somebody. So, uh, so we have, we don't have Disney right now. I know, I know Target through the app was giving Apple TV away again for free. I don't think I ever paid for Apple TV. Well, I had a free when I, I bought got a free. IPhone. I had a free until December because I went, cause I, I got Apple TV, the box right for free. Gotcha. I mean, for Christmas last year, not, I mean, 2020, 2020. So I had it for a year for free. Okay. And then they was like, same. Then they were like, "Oh, it's four ninety nine. I was like, "Whoa!" I was like, "Oh, four ninety nine. It's a lot to ask for content that comes out once in a while." <laughs> I was like, uh, "I was they had like, the, they had a good show on there, that M Night Shyamalan show. It's, it's called um, Not Servant. Um, it's something, something about a baby. It's yeah. it's weird. It's because he's, 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 he's weird he's as hell, right, dude? Man, he caught me he's with crazy. Signs years when he first came out with Signs with Mel Gibson was in it. That yeah. co- that got that was good. Yeah, but yeah. ever since then, I was like, dude." I'm good. I was like, I don't do horror movies, thriller movies. That's not my thing. We love I, that I, stuff, man. I, I don't we love I it. Don't. Like, it was a couple. There's a couple of good shows. It was um, what this is what catches catches me. It's C, that's on there with uh, what's his name, Jason Momoa. He's on that. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah the where blind, everybody's blind, blind and now right? they're yeah. uh, C. And then there's a show called Tehran, but I think that's international one that they brought in, which is good. I heard it's good. Um, Damn, what else? There was something else that was good on there that that's based around a female super. She's, like, she's a spy. A female, like she's a spy for Mossad. Yeah, and it, and she had to do something in oh, Tehran. Oh, and I, it was, I was like, oh, this is good. Yeah, anything, anything that comes with spy or CIA, MI6, Mossad, I'm in. I'm in. Like everything, nonstop. Like that's 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 my wheelhouse. It's like, highbrow. That, yeah, I guess <laughs> highbrow high public policy bull nonsense. Oh, this is so cool. This is so cool. This people are like this is not real. Like this is real, son. This is real. <laughs> <laughs> and then if you want to have a Keystone light, you could just put on some Cobra Kai <laughs> on Netflix. I'm drinking, I'm drinking my craft beer and my whiskey while I watch these, <laughs> these shows. But it tells you something about storytelling. Even if some like Ralph Macchio is not a great actor, right? right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, and then the blonde dude who was the yeah, evil he's like guy the good guy the, now, right? In the movies, it's kind he's, of or he's still got some evil tendencies. You know, you don't grow out of it, but like he's got, like, he's like a good dude. You want to root for him the way they position it. It's good storytelling. They've got some, and they're and the actors are all like decent, you know. And you kind of feel for each one of them, even like one of the evil, evil ass dudes is evil as hell. But like it, they they're telling the story great. I mean, it's it, it pulled me back in because I'm just, yeah, I love them all again, back in the day. When when our listeners hear us going on a tangent, just know Clyde had to leave. <laughs> And it, 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 this ship is without this captain. And now we're just going. <laughs> yeah. No, Clyde, Clyde's not talking because he only reads books. He doesn't watch TV. <laughs> He's a studious one. So now we're going about streaming services, which I wanted to get to. We're going to talk. We're going to have another streaming wars conversation because we should. I want to talk about Peacock 
and Paramount mm, Plus. Well, Peacock, no, Peacock, I don't know killing what Peacock's it. direction is. So there was an analyst. I don't know if it's from Barclays or was it Goldman. I meant Pluto's yeah. killing it. Sorry. Pluto's trying killing to it. figure out what their strategy is. Right. Comcast is doing Comcast misses marks on from earnings side, I think, on its Internet subscribers. But what's yeah. going on is, I, you know, I, I think I can't remember who what analysts said it, but they were saying I'm summarizing streaming companies are going to, have to figure out what they're what they're going to do this year. Right. Because the content, the amount of content that you have to come out with and then spend is a lot. Right. And yeah. you have to figure out your business model and how that plays into the overall framework, because Peacock being a Comcast, you know, NBC being a Comcast company and they're playing both sides. Right. You want to keep people on with cable. You don't want to lose people to just paying for a streaming service. But right. I can't tell you if I watch Peacock for anything besides like sports talk shows for like, uh, like yeah. I like I listen like Rich Eisen and, and, and some other shows like that's it. Outside of that, I don't watch Peacock. Is it, is it a free, free version too? They give you, they give you a little commer- some commercials in it, but. How do you get on Peacock? Up. You just get on just your, on your, it's, uh, it's a, oh, it's, it's a free service. You get ads, of course. Ads. Okay. Yeah. Just like Pluto. Then. Like Pluto's Paramount dope, Plus, man. I think. Yeah. But. Pluto's it's dope, go. but then you like. Uh, you, uh, Dad, we're not used like, to it. My my kids, the first thing they saw a commercial like, "Dad, something's wrong with the TV." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm not, if I could, if I, I threw a shoe at him, I'm like, "What, what are you talking about? How to pay the bills?" <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, hey, we got to we got to talk about the scotch. Oh yeah, we got to get oh, out. Oh yeah, okay. Bullmore, <laughs> Bullmore, twelve yeah, year. Right. You know, it was a Christmas gift from my um, my brother's girlfriend. You know, and 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 nice. so she's. Yeah, shout out to her. We couple times when we got up prior, you know, it's hard to get up during the pandemic, but we got together and man, she knows the stuff. Uh, oh, she's she's a, a, she's a she's, she's, she's Scottish. Oh, she's, yeah. What? Y- your brother's yeah girl yeah, yeah, yeah Oh, man. I didn't know that. Okay, she can, she can Let's take get her back. on, man. Okay, and oh, but she, nice. so this is a a, a a Christmas gift, and you know, I I you know I hold on to gifts. You know, drinks wise, like, you know, you don't want to, it could be a bad Friday like today. Now that I open it up, yeah, it can go downhill real quick. Boom. Okay. <laughs> Next thing you know, the bottle, half the bottle's gone. And I'm just like, it laid out. And I'm like, ah, I can't do that today. So, um, and I haven't drank all weeks. I, I, I keep back my drinking to like one to two days a week. I know. Yeah, that's right, man. Trying to, uh, um, that's good. But anyway, it's a, uh, it has, it, it has a smoky taste to it, right? Yeah. It, right. And, I like and it. it. A little, uh, just a tad bit a little peatiness, just a little bit. Like it's not nothing like, you know, your favorite, your favorite, uh, brand of, uh, uh, Lafroyd that you love so much. <laughs> oh, garbage. <laughs> but garbage. It, it has, it's, it's a, you know, it has a, one of the things I noticed about it, it has like this, what they call, I guess the, the long taste of like, it doesn't disappear quick, easily. Right. It stays. Mm. It, it, and it with lingers, that smoke, man, and, it that's, and that's, a, I think to me, for me, that's what I like. And that's why maybe that's, you know, some weird connection to LaFroy where it, it, it stays there. It doesn't just disappear. Cause for me, yeah. Let, once you drink it, you know, have a sip, it stays there, allows you to kind of really enjoy it a lot more and you can taste more of the flavors in it. Um, so I, I like it. I think this is a solid buy. So the Beaumont, Beaumont is a hell of a lot better than LaFroy. True. Uh, it's smoother. Yes. Yeah. And so I, you know, we, we talked about Lagovalin before the 16 year. I had the eight, eight year because I, I was like, Oh, this is cheap. I'll pick it up because I was buying, buying an expensive Pippin one that one day. Oh, yeah, uh, the digits, the digits yeah. one. I'm like, oh, let me just pick up another $40 one or whatever. So I got the other one and it was, it's not as good, but it's still better than, and I put Bowmore 
and the Google the eight, I think Bowmore is actually slightly better because it's a twelve year and it's yeah. a little smoother. But I mean, the eight of but the if the twelve year, so I think now I need to upgrade and ch- check out. What's it? Is it is, is next one? Is it fifteen or eighteen? It's probably eighteen. I think I'll double check. Well, depend, no, so they're all, they're all different. Like I, most of them don't even put on sixteen, but Lagavulin does. Lagavulin, that's how we say it in America. But like I was corrected <laughs> a couple times. So Lagavulin puts out a sixteen, but some are eighteen. Most of them do like a ten, a twelve, and then yeah, they, an they do have an eighteen. But I don't know if there's one between. Yeah, that's what they yeah, usually so, do. But then some guys try to get you know, fancy and like let's we got dist- we got to get some yeah. more distribution out there. Let's go fifteen. Um, but yeah, this one's solid. Yeah. I, this is this is a. This is a, um, a, 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 a must-have on a shelf. Like this is a two thumbs up for for Anthony. Boom! I like it. I like it. Yeah, for me too. For me too. I'm, I, I like it. I've had it several times because people bring it, uh, and it's yeah. it's a good one. It's a awesome, good one. Man. I like it. But well, it's cool, good. man. All right, and we, we got to cover streaming wars. I agree with you because one of my students came up. I'm not going to mention her name. She's really sharp. She's a finance background, but she worked in media before. Um, and I, I didn't get permission to give her name, but she said, Hey, I, I listened to your streaming wars one. I'm like, I forgot we did one. That was probably we like two. We did, first we did one the first year, our first season, our first, our first season in 2019. Is it okay. 2019 or was it 2020? Right, oh. right. It was somewhere like right in May or June, I think, because that's when all hell broke loose with the pandemic and everybody's streaming service. And we talked smacked about the one that failed. Okay. What's the, the mobile one that, that, that failed? Oh yeah, our boy. Uh, not to be. No, uh, with a, uh, whatever. No, no, whatever. It's something. Quibby, Quibby. That Quibby. And we talked about everything, <laughs> and then we did a recap again, of, yeah. uh, a follow up early last year or mid 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 year last year or something like that. But now, I think now we we're at the we're, we'll 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 tackle again because I think there's going to be a lot of uh, come to Jesus moments for the streaming services this year. Um, oh yeah, it's gonna yeah. be interesting. But yeah, cool man. Well, so right, since, man. since 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 I'm good. kind of hosting the tail end. This is the Whiskey Hue. It's been great. Great seeing yeah. everybody or hearing everybody. Uh, we enjoyed yourself. Enjoyed you. Enjoy, whatever. We're out. Follow us all streaming service. I mean, uh, uh, what is it? Social media platforms. Peace. <laughs> Take care, man. <laughs>